When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, welcome back to What We Don't Post with myself, Tiffany Watson and Nicola Hughes. This podcast is essentially where we just speak about everything and anything and we welcome any of your dilemmas or your questions, like we'd love to answer them. So please do send them in, whether it is to our Instagram, What We Don't Post podcast, or you can email us on whatwedontpostpodcast at gmail.com. We actually have some dilemmas we're going to answer today. Yes, we do. That's exciting. I feel like I need to update you on my life right now. So I've written notes. Yeah. A lot has happened since we last, but because I think because last time we spoke with Lucy, so we didn't really like debrief on life. No. You know what I mean? Normally yeah. we do. It's weird, isn't it? I feel like before we did this podcast, obviously we were super close, but now I'm like, I need to know every single inch of her life. Otherwise I don't same. feel like I'm in the loop. 100%. I'm the same. I'm like, it's so weird that we didn't catch up last week. I literally, you should see my notes. A mile long. What's been going on? What's been going on? Well, obviously, I'm currently skiing, um, which is really fun, although I had a really traumatic experience yesterday because I can't really ski. And you're the same as me, right? We've skied yeah. like a couple of times. So um, everyone else is like experienced skiers, and they just didn't really take me into account. Basically, I was like, yeah, I've skied a few times. Like, I'm fine. Like, I'm not very confident. So, like, I'll probably go on the baby slopes. All of a sudden, I'm on the blue slope getting knocked over by some man. I swear this actually did happen. <laughs> I got plowed to the side by some random man. And I was like, oh my God. I literally started screaming. I was like, Charlie, this is why I shouldn't be here. This is so dangerous. It's <laughs> like, get me off I, this f-ing mountain. <laughs> I always do that when I'm like struggling with something. I always just start shouting at Cameron, like it's his fault. I'm like, Cameron, I can't, because we have like bicycles here in Bruges because everyone cycles around on bicycles. And if I'm like feeling unsteady, I'm like, Cameron, this is your fault. <laughs> I'm the exact same and it's not their fault God love him he was literally like the amount of times he had to take his skis off and walk back up the mountain because oh I'd God. fallen over and I was like oh you're honestly, so I, lo- I love the idea of skiing but honestly when you say things like that you have to take his skis off you have to walk up it's just so much work Jesus it's so much admin and like the it's just that's the thing like my legs are completely bruised today I love being here I love being in the snow but I can do about an hour I could do an hour ski yeah. on a baby slope and then I'm done for the day it is great exercise to be fair and I was happy I did it in the end yesterday but they've all gone out again 9am this morning I was like bye I'll see you at lunch honestly it's hard when people are different levels because obviously you don't want to hold people back but then at the same time I mean I remember last time I went skiing it was with my Australian family who are so experienced and I was just I just felt so out of control when I was going along with them because I was like this is not the level I should be doing it was really really good by the end of it that's what all the boys are trying to say to me right now they're like you'll have so much confidence by the end of it but I think I'm one and done to be honest (laughs) so we will see (laughs) it's it's so nice that I'm here like it's honestly it's lovely and the PR guy that organized it Ed it's his birthday today and we're going to these like teepees in the snow which I'm like how does that work teepee in the snow surely that's going to be freezing but hopefully not and it just sounds lovely and we're going to have like fondue and wine and then we're going to get dog sleds home which is so cute oh my gosh yeah I'm really excited about that 
Well, I'll tell you about my United match experience as yeah. well. I've had quite a few experiences recently. <laughs> I can't well, like it wasn't went to a football game, like out of choice. It's just I I loved it. I swear it was so much fun. I do enjoy those things, though. I do. I was nervous. So, like on the plane over, because I went from Dublin to Manchester, it was just like full of like rowdy, rowdy men. And I was in between these like two large blokes and they were like they, to be fair they were actually really nice they were like dads bringing their children but like I was so out of place like so much so that when we were checking when we were queuing up to go on the plane I waited to the end because there was so many people and I was like there's no point queuing up I'll just wait to the end and I'll go on whatever and I had a priority ticket or whatever I walked up the priority queue and and, and then basically went in I could feel like all these eyes on me and I just didn't oh. say anything and then I went down the lift and I came down the little like you know when you're going the lift to get down the stairs if you don't have a bag yeah. um, I went down that and some lad just shouted like that's what priority gets you a few steps ahead I was like just leave me alone oh god <laughs> you must have stuck out like a sore thumb she fully did I literally got, I got to the hotel to meet Charlie and I was like I just don't know if this I, I'm a bit scared <laughs> he's like give me grand and I said it to my dad as well he's like Nicholas shut up I went to a Millwall versus Portsmouth I think it was Portsmouth um game last year and I was terrified there were so many rowdy people really? there was like little toddlers running along swearing at people like I was literally like what is going on I don't know what brings it out in them they're so aggressive like the, like the four lads sitting behind us like we're shouting I can't say the words that they were shouting it was actually yeah, such entertainment but I was like wow it, do you think everyone on your flight was going to watch the game I think so yeah the two really? people beside me were anyway yeah and like even before we were getting off the flight there's basically these two lads just like fighting with each other to who, who could get off first and it was just like it was just yeah I think oh I think they God. were all going to the game you could kind of tell and yeah. then after the match we couldn't get a taxi so we had to walk 45 minutes to the hotel <gasps> getting your steps in that's for sure you just have an Apple Watch special... uh, no I don't I just have my phone oh, I okay. should get an Apple Watch but I like my watch I don't like changing the watch that I wear you know, I know. I do. and sometimes I wear my watch and the Apple Watch which looks absolutely bizarre but no I do I do have an Apple Watch and I always like check my steps as soon as I've done like a long walk like that I'd be like oh my gosh how much how many did I do but it can get quite addictive that's the only thing speaking of steps my my mum turned around to me when I was in Ireland um and literally was like towards the end of the day but it wasn't the end of the day it was like early evening or something she just like taps her Apple Watch and she was like 35,000 I was like oh, sorry in a day, today. I was like, you've done 35,000 steps, mom. Like she's 60 something years of age. And she's like, yeah, I mean, I tried to do at least 20,000 a day and I, I barely make 2,000 a day. She did 35,000. Where had she been? I don't know where she was that day. I can't actually remember. She does two gym classes a day. So maybe that makes oh, wow. up for it. Yeah, she's like intense. Like she's, she just loves it. She's not like a lazy person. She wouldn't chill. She just never relaxes, which probably she does need to relax a little bit more. But I just was in actual shock. I was like, I'd be in an ambulance on 35,000 steps. That is mental. I try to do 10,000 steps a day and I normally do do that. But if I was to do 35,000, that, that's like you're walking pretty much all day. Oh, but the thing is, she, does, she doesn't stop. The most I think I've done is like 25,000 in like lockdown one random day. But um, yeah, no, it's intense. Like I, I, as I said, I don't even do, I think I get it on average about two a day. Like it's so bad, <laughs> so bad. So unfit. I just have not gotten my January mojo at all. Like this morning, like I don't really eat breakfast, like million croissants, like scrambled eggs, like just the whole shebang. How is your little fitness class? How are your classes? Oh, yeah. I've been doing quite a few hit classes actually, which is nice. Um, I feel so sore after everyone. Every time I go, I'm like, oh my God, I can't be bothered. But every time I do it, I feel so good. So I'm happy. I felt like I had a sty 
the other day in my eye you know when you sometimes wake up and you're like oh my gosh my eye feels really sore and um Cameron thinks this is bizarre but have I told you before how you get rid of them uh, you don't pop you don't pop pop them no you don't say you pop no. them you don't I get a cotton what are they called earbuds mm. and pee on it and you put it in your eye honestly I promise you and it makes it go away no you do not pee in your eye do you, you do <laughs> I promise you I'm not even I'm googling a, this I'm right now I think this. I think you have, you have you googled this no, my friend told me this when I was about 16 at school. She was I like, this is, I had a sty in my eye. She goes, this is how you get rid of it. I was like, surely not. Tried it, went away, straight away. Okay, we're Googling this. I think, I mean, great that it went away. Your eye was probably an absolute shock. It was like trying to get every sort of like germ out of it. Okay. Honestly, I, I woke up with this sty. I was like, I know what to do. Pee on I a cotton cannot. bud. I wonder how my friend knew that. I wonder how someone actually discovered that initially. But yeah. Exactly. Well, That's what I'm thinking too. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have some weird friends <laughs> no, honestly next time you get a sty in your eye try it the thing is I've just put this into google and not a single article includes what you've just said like it's not <laughs> it's not even like remotely a thing it's not even like on a jokes column, column, <laughs> column. <laughs> oh my god really I honestly I don't think you realize how weird this is. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm in shock like I'm yeah, but really... you're in shock because you're like a germaphobe. No, but I don't think I I mean, yeah, I am a germaphobe, but that is that is that is weird. No, that is, I mean, I mean each to their own. You can pee in your eye all you want. I actually have a rant of the week, so I really hate LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn is just the most annoying thing that I've ever used in my life purely because right so is this for your job that you're doing with him yes I have like a list of a thousand people right and then I'll be going through the list and I'll be adding who is right for the job or whatever and then I'll see the same name again that I just saw five minutes ago and I don't understand why that happens it's honestly that is annoying that's like when you're shopping for clothes and then the same thing comes do you find that on the bottom the same thing comes up and you're like I just saw that Send them a letter. I wonder who owns LinkedIn. I was thinking of contacting them. I honestly actually was. I was so agitated the other day. I was like, I'm going to contact LinkedIn and ask them what their problem is. Because like people pay a lot of money for these websites, for them to be efficient. And like, they're just, so it also as well, when you're doing your searches, when you're tailoring the search, like you can't just, you can't, you can be specific with what you want. I don't know how to describe it. So say for example, I need to do, I need to tailor my search for someone that has like five years experience, who's an accountant, who's worked abroad and something else and when basically what they do is they don't just give you profiles with just those that criteria so they'll give like some person that has five years but then they won't have everything else so it just makes your life so much longer when you're just like why can't you just I only want this I don't want everyone else that has yeah that that also reminds me of like you know when you're looking for a house and you say to an estate agent I want I need parking I need a garden I need it to be and then they'll call you and be like, so we've got a uh, top floor flat, no garden, you know, you can't. And you're like, I, I don't want that. that like, I, these are my specifics. This is what I need. Do you get also constant emails from estate agents with like yeah. different house? Oh, it's, it's- Honestly, I called an estate agent the other day and she was so rude. She literally was like, um, so what's your budget? Um, because in 2018, you registered with us for a budget of 500 grand. And I was like, well, it's obviously not 500 grand because 2018 was what, five years ago? And yeah. she's like, oh yeah, so what's your budget? And I was like, 
it's not really any of your business what my budget is. I wouldn't be calling you if I couldn't afford the house that I've just called about. So, Mm. and then she was like, what did she say? And then she's like, oh, I forgot to mention with the house that you want to view, the garden. Um, So it's not, you don't have direct access to it. And I was like, why is that not included in the, in the like thing, the search thing? Because then obviously now I don't want to see it. It baffles me. It wastes everyone's time. It wastes, it wastes everyone's, everyone's time. time. I just can't. I'm like, and these estate agents keep sending me flats that are just completely wrong. And I'm like, this is not this. I told you these are what I need. I need a garden because I've got a dog. I would like to have a parking space. And they're like, oh yeah, well, we don't have anything like that. And I'm like, okay, don't waste my time. Also, it's so annoying when you go on right move. So, you know, when you type in that little, you know, the way you give them a little note yeah. and say you're interested or whatever, interested in viewing the house. Mm-hmm. I always say, please email me. Always. I'm like, don't call me, just yeah. email me. And the, the second I send the message, the phone starts ringing. I'm like, I just, I can't bear it. I was about to say to you, I saw you going to a gym class with a friend. So you, mm. you bonding yes, with friends now? So this is a guy that used to play for Cameron's team. He's Scottish and his girlfriend is from Birmingham. Having something to do together is nice rather than just like, I feel like last year in lockdown, it's very limited what you could do, but it's nice that we can both like go to the workout class together. I'm a bit emotional, I think. My time of the month is coming. I'm like- Oh, is it? I just had mine. Did you? Yeah, like mm. the hot flushes and it's all happening right now. I do have you get hot flushes? No, I don't get hot flushes, but I get such bad period pains on the first day. Do you? Oh, yeah. yeah, I woke up Cameron in the middle of the night and I was like, please go get me a hot water bottle. <laughs> oh, I just am a devil. I'm a psychopath. <laughs> like, do you get, do you, I know it's, it's actually, it's a, it's a real problem. I worry. I'm like two weeks of the month. I'm, I'm like, you know, you could actually, speaking of being a psychopath, you were in my dream last night and we'd killed someone. <laughs> oh my God. Honestly, I woke up trauma, like traumatized. I was like, checking my, because why? why did we kill someone? I don't know. It was all such a blur, but we chopped their head off. I think it was mainly me, but you were somehow involved. <laughs> you were like, hide the evidence. I think that was it. We were going to the police station and we were getting interviewed because it like I think it was like a year before something we had done and we'd gotten away with it. And that well, I think I honestly say we, I think it was me. I just think you were just an accomplice because you knew about it. We were getting interviewed and they were like when you come out of the interview, they were like, oh, obviously you've proven that it wasn't you because we checked your messages from that date. I was like, oh my God, shit, I haven't deleted my messages. I was oh like panicking, God. running into the bathroom and just couldn't delete them because I couldn't find them because I couldn't remember the date. And then I just woke up being like, oh my God, is that, does that mean I'm like a serial killer deep down? No, it was <laughs> like an um, meaning for something else. Like all dreams have like different meanings, don't they? But I don't know if you could type that into Google. <laughs> no. Yeah, I've been having a lot of weird dreams recently. I had a dream that I was pregnant as well, but it was not. Yeah, I did, which I've never had before. Actually, sorry, I've had a pregnancy dream before. I had a dream that I had a child, which was so mental. Uh, like, as in you gave birth, or you actually just had no, a like a physical child. Like Charlie and I had a child. Which I mean, mad. I can imagine that it's like something that you would dream about because I feel like it's probably something that you get asked about a lot and like you mm. see people. So I feel like I always dream about things that are kind of reminded in the day. 100% yeah I just don't know where that head yeah I, I can't explain the killing one though <laughs> so the whole so I think last time I spoke about the house stuff with us on the podcast we were saying we wanted we found a country house that we wanted to buy and renovate it we basically put an offer in it got accepted which was really exciting then we got all the searches done the searches came back that the house needed like 
200 grand worth of work it had been flooded before the beams had like woodworm in them so we were like this is just there was a lot of underlying problems with the place so we had to pull out which was really annoying um so now and then we kind of thought about it and we were like actually if this is going to be somewhere that when we're coming back from Belgium we want to stay in do we really want to be coming back and staying in the middle of nowhere we probably want to be staying somewhere where we can easily see people and which has got a bit of like something going on and all of that so now we've decided we want to be a little bit further out but not completely out in the countryside I feel like we're not ready for that step yet. Do you know what I mean? Like no, yeah. one day we will want to live in the countryside, but I think right now we want to live somewhere with more space, but that's still like easy to get into central. There's nothing. Everything, like there's literally nothing. And you also don't really want to rush into buying something you no, don't really like. Exactly. That's the thing. That's the thing. Because we've had our mortgage approved. And so that means like similar to you, we've only got three months and then that expires. But my mum was like, don't just panic buy because you've only got three months you'll regret that so I'm trying not to like panic about it but it is annoying because I just want to find something and there's I look every day on right move and there's literally nothing there really isn't I honestly don't know what we're both gonna do like I really really (laughs) don't what's the update with yours so your sale is going along so yeah so it's it is it's supposedly everything like we had the surveyors around the other day like all the checks were fine like everything is like going in the right way so fingers crossed they said from whenever they put the offer and I think it was two weeks it's gonna be six to eight weeks until everything I don't think the exchange has happened yet though which is important you need to exchange but they have paid for checks so that is a positive so so from that side of things yeah but equally we don't have anywhere to live I'm like well I'm not really in a rush now I feel like I want to do the country house thing one day but I want like I would love to do a country house renovation you know I've done like the London renovation that was really fun but I'd love to do a country one and make it really like cozy and you know nice fireplaces everywhere but I feel like I want to do that when we can get something quite big and I feel like as a second property what we could get it was just like it would be too small and I was like it's definitely in the pipeline for one day but I'd love to do a barn conversion I think that would be so cool I wonder like what the how high the expense would be and something like that they're stunning and like we found so many houses they're literally in the middle of nowhere and they're just so beautiful and they're like huge I'd be so keen to do that but equally you just don't want to isolate yourself like I'm no more reluctant to move as far away than he Yay! is just yeah I know but he's he's like no Nicola I'm like oh what are you thinking you're gonna stay sort of nearer to London I was I was basically trying to throw different ideas I was like we could just get like a big apartment not that I want to do that yeah that's what or we're like yeah like yeah because there's no house options as you know so I'm just trying to like be open-minded and like he is kind of coming around like it obviously isn't what we really want and the problem is suppose the inflation I think is going up and up so I think it's going to be even more expensive in years to come when we want to buy that house or whatever house we find so I just I really don't know I really don't know but yeah I mean stay tuned we'll see Actually, I wanted to explain how my smear went recently. I basically put a story up on my Instagram just telling people to like go get their smear and asking who has and like how many of you get your smears and how many of you avoid them. And I was so surprised that so many people do avoid them. And I feel like, were you someone that avoided them years ago? Or did you did you start late? Or uh, I think I got my first one at like 25. I think that's the right age. Is it? it? But no, I do make sure I get them like every two years. I don't know if I'm meant to get them more regularly than that, but I feel like no one tells you though to do it. So 
I get letters. That's how oh, I first went. Yeah, I got an NHS letter. That's I why I first went for my smear. And and you've got. But then, what would gotten. people just actively like ignore that letter? I think so. I mean, I, I get one every single. Well, like obviously now I get them every year because I've abnormal cells. But originally, that's the only reason I went, just because I got a letter saying you're ready for your smear. So that's literally. So what? So you did a smear, and then it came back that you had abnormal cells. Abnormal cells. Yeah, that was four four years ago maybe five years ago and um, people just were asking about my experience and I've honestly like obviously of course it's ang- you get anxious like it's not a nice feeling no. knowing that you have abnormal cells and they may turn in to cancer essentially like they can do but I think it's a really high percentage of people that do have abnormal cells and I just wanted to talk through my smear experience because everyone's really scared and I know people have had bad experiences where it's been painful and stuff but my experience has just not been like that at all like every single smear the only thing is it's just it's a little bit uncomfortable like and I do a lot of heavy breathing (laughs) I'm almost like meditating while they're doing their thing down there and they just go on my phone but it's literally over in seconds and like I've never had a bad experience with like a nurse and everything's just been really like just like prompt if you get me so my last smear I got at the end of uh, the year, last year, 2021, December. So I got my smear at the end of last year. I had my results within like two weeks, maybe less. They rang me uh, Christmas Eve, which really panicked me. I was like, oh no, what's wrong? I had two missed calls from the doctor and I just, I never answer numbers I don't know. And I didn't have the number really? saved. So I rang back. Yeah, I rang back and I was like, hi, I've got two missed calls. And they were like, oh, well, she's not available now. And I was like, oh my, you can't leave me for Christmas not knowing why she was calling me. So she did actually call me back in the end and she said that I had abnormal cells and she booked me in for a coposcopy. And um, I got a coposcopy on the 7th of January. So I was really scared because everything was happening really, really quickly. And I was like, oh no, like this does not seem good. <laughs> like it just seems like, I mean, and I still haven't got the results to be honest. So fingers crossed they're fine. But like I've gone between having mild to moderate cells for four yeah. years now. And I mean, the the only thing you can do in this situation is just keep an eye on them because that yeah, is exactly. that is the issue. Like if you if you don't keep an eye on them, that's when they can develop into something else. Yeah. So fingers crossed. I actually had a, okay. had a similar, I got a smear, I think last summer and it came back with abnormal cells. And you get really freaked out when they say that because I feel like no one really speaks about it. And I also felt like scared to like say it to someone because I didn't didn't want to tell people and then be like, oh my God, that's really bad and like freak me out. Yes. And then they booked me in for a colposcopy as well. And I had that done. And then they kind of, they sent me a letter back basically being like, it's pretty much nothing to worry about, but we want to book you in for another smear in a year just to like keep on top of things so as you said I think just keeping on top of it and making sure you like get regular checks is really important I mean I found it fine did you find the colposcopy fine or was it yeah absolutely fine I didn't I had two ladies they were really sweet I mean obviously it's not the most comfortable thing but it's I've had I think like getting laser hair removal more painful than that did you have a biopsy when you had your colposcopy do you know is that where they take yeah yeah, yeah they did well. yeah yeah um yeah that's all been fine so like I just want to try reassure people on here yeah definitely I, and also I think abnormal cells seems to be quite a common thing it's so common yeah getting your smears and your capacity stone is just the biggest preventative you can do to yeah I saw cancer. that I saw something being shared on Instagram being like if you share there's a guarantee you'll save some one girl's life um, so true though I, I may no I don't oh yes I did I did I did share that about breast cancer yeah. um I I had so many dms like from people just so many different stories about like 
not going through smear and then going through smear and then they did find something but they're so happy they did it because even though it wasn't very nice they found something they've sorted it now you know yeah and I just it's just it's like the way forward you know when people say ignorance is bliss I feel like in these situations you just need to like face your fears and get the checks and be really aware but what is the age that NHS suggest because I remember because I used to go to a private doctor and she was like the NHS age for getting a smear is too high in my opinion I think people need to start doing it from a younger age let's google it I think it's 25 but I actually agree I've seen that in a lot of places yeah and as well I think that why I think it's important obviously I'm not in any way a qualified medical professional but women start their periods like as young as like 11 now even maybe Mm. younger I'm not sure I started at 12 did you? Yeah, actually, mm. I think I was 12. I think maybe they started like nine now. Um, I can't, honestly can't remember when I started my period, but I remember the day so well, though. Um, <laughs> do you? Yeah. I was like, what is this? I, I literally screamed. My mom I was like, mom, is this my period? She's like, yeah. I remember, I remember going to, I was, we were in a restaurant. It was my granddad's birthday. And I went to the loo and I was like, what's going on here? And then I was like to my mom, mom, I think I'm dying. I know and she's like so no cute. no it's your period I remember being so embarrassed though and do you remember shopping for bras for the first time oh my god mortifying awful m and with my mum and we bumped into a family friend and my mum was holding the bras and I was literally I, I, I wanted the grand to swallow me up I was like she can see the bra in mum's hand it's <laughs> so funny that actually does ring a bell I do remember m and yeah getting getting someone... fitted and you're like 38 you're like oh my god so, yeah, wait does anything. it say what age that NHS I'm looking now sorry oh yeah so yeah. oh yeah all women so nhs says all women and people with a cervix aged 25 to 64 should be invited by letter so yeah 25 i do feel like it should be younger but i mean you can also go private i mean i know it's expensive but i I definitely think it's worth it shall we answer some of our dilemmas that we've been sent in yes definitely this one that i read the other day i am like shocked by um this one says hi girls love the podcast please keep this anonymous I have a tricky dilemma I would love your advice on I'm getting married soon and I have an awkward situation arising with one of my bridesmaids throughout our relationship I've noticed her copying me in different ways house things style clothes even things like my hair color etc it's never bothered me that much and I try to take it as flattery however in recent times it has really escalated to the point that our friends and family are really noticing it and it's really starting to bother me She's getting married not long after me. And as you can guess, she has started copying my wedding. It started with smaller things like flowers, but recently we went dress shopping for her and she even tried on my wedding dress. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And it looks like she is going to buy an almost exact replica of my wedding dress. This has been followed with so many blows. Same flowers, same men's suits. Yes, the exact same suits. Location and now extremely similar bridesmaid dresses. Keeping in mind my bridesmaid dresses are extremely unusual to what you would generally see. And she had a totally different vision before seeing mine. I haven't said anything to her because every time I try to think how I would say it, it sounds so petty and I look like the bad guy. My other bridesmaids are shocked and can't believe what they're seeing. It's upsetting me as I'm growing to resent her and I feel like I can't share my wedding plans with her. I also know this stuff is quite trivial and in the big picture, it doesn't really matter. I treasure our friendship more than dresses and flowers. But it's getting so awkward and I can't tell if she's totally unaware or just gaslighting me and she doesn't even address the fact that it's similar or mention that the dress she tried on was mine. Any advice would be so appreciated. I would murder her. (laughs) <laughs> I I would be out to kill like what the hell do you agree like I, I, honestly I was reading it and I was getting angry for her especially because you're in the middle of it right now and imagine can I just say you. 
can I just say you are such a lovely person to have not have said anything by now and to think that you are petty to say something you are so nice and to not <laughs> like I wouldn't be able to control myself like if you and no me were, were, if you and me were going dress shopping for you and I'd already got mine you knew what mine looked like and then you tried on my dress I wouldn't be able to sit there in silence I'd be like <laughs> Nicola what's going on I'd be like you got my wedding dress on I also don't think many people would be able to because also when you're getting married tent your your emotions are so heightened I just mm. can't imagine it would t- it takes a very strong person to sit there and not say anything so fair play to this girl because I would just yeah as I said I'd be out to kill I how would you approach this I honestly I think I don't invite her <laughs> <laughs> but she's so sweet to be like I treasure our friendship more like that that's really and obviously this girl really looks up to her because she's she wants to do everything that she's doing but that's I a reflection would... on her respect for her friendship like with her yeah. you know what I mean that's a re- that's a reflection on how her friend feels about her obviously of course it's lovely that like yeah she looks up to her and stuff I actually a friend of mine recently has a similar situation where these like bunch of girls are like copying everything she does um but also <laughs> to going, say same men's suits location wait so the same venue that's well, what she that said here, she's followed me with so, this has been followed with so many blows, same flowers, same men's suits. Yes, the exact same location and now extremely similar bridesmaid dresses. I imagine it's like the same country or the same county or something okay. like that. Like say if they're going to Spain or something, but still like, it's just <sighs> annoying. But then I'm trying to see from the other side. The thing is, I think her friend should have discussed this with her. I think her friend, I mean, I just don't know if there's any way to discuss these kind of things, but, but I feel like she's going to continue doing it until something is said. A hundred percent. Because the audacity to try on your your wedding dress with you standing there and for no one to say anything, she, in her head, she's like, it's fine because I'm not being called out for any of this. That is, ba- it's baffling. Like I don't, I, I, I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I just don't know how she has like kept her mouth shut. I think she probably should take her aside being like, you're really starting to upset me now. Like you're copying, like I, it's obviously, it's a compliment that you think that what I'm doing for my wedding is lovely, but you're you're copying my wedding like it's it's my special day and your special day is a different day so you should have your own inspiration like you can't just copy everything I'm doing it's not right yeah I think I think I would say like other friends have noticed as well so it's you know people are saying it to me now and it's becoming really awkward because people are saying to me how come you guys have such similar bridesmaid dresses or similar locations like I think if they were getting married so say for example if she was getting married right now and her friend wasn't engaged or planning a wedding and then after they got married she like took inspiration from her wedding maybe then she yeah then that's it because you do when you go to certain weddings you take inspiration you you're like oh that's what I would do or that's what I wouldn't do or you know that kind of way so that would be fine but I just I don't think it's nice what she's doing and I I think you can I think it's really um it's really nice when for example, once I'm married and one of my friends gets married in the future, if they were to come to me and be like, I really liked your flowers, I'd be like, oh my God, here's the person I use, like 100%. Like you want to help your friends. And it is flattering when someone says, I really like what you did. And to be yeah. fair, when I copy someone, say you had a really nice dress on, I would be like, yeah. Nicola, I love that dress. Like, can I, I might, I might get the yeah. same flower, right? I'm like and that then, in general. Yeah. Like with anything, like say if you see one of your friends wear a nice dress or a nice coat, like you're like, oh my God, I love that. Can I get that? Like you yeah. just, you're open about it. It's, it is funny that that, that was one of the dilemmas because a friend of mine has just made friends, like a new friendship group. And she was like, it's mental. She was like, the girls group, I just copy like a few of them within the girls group. She's like, they're just copying every single thing I do. And they're just not saying like, they're going to get it. Like, for example, like she'd post like something that she got, or she entered their like WhatsApp group. She 
she'd post something she got and then the girls like would say oh it's so nice or whatever and then all of a sudden she'd see them like next week and they'd be wearing that thing and she'd be like would you not have just said like yeah I, I, I feel like when I copy it, I feel weird. so awkward that I have to like say it I have to be like 100%. by the way I'm gonna copy you and I'm gonna get this or by the way I, I, I love that where's it from I might get the same because so to, to do it and not say anything is slightly strange but yeah, this is, this is a whole like this isn't even copying this is like trying to replica it's, your life it's just unfair I think I see the thing is I would I would have called her out from day one but I think right now the thing is she's already done the damage is done yeah so. and also if you're worried I, about losing her as a friend you've got to think about the fact that she's not being a good friend to you right now because she's upsetting you and she is not having respect for your wedding and your plans and she's trying to you know it's she's probably thinking in her head like I'm surprised no one's or maybe she has no idea that she's she could be completely oblivious I do think she needs to call her out in the sense yeah. that just for her own like sanity like she needs to be like listen I say it in a nice way but like I, it's obviously a compliment that you think what I'm doing for my wedding is lovely but like I would like my wedding to be a bit it to be my own wedding and to be unique and I would appreciate moving forward that you didn't copy details like so exactly. It, a- she clearly thinks this girl is going to turn around and be like, God, you're so petty. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, which, I mean, if she does, that's just being defensive. That's the thing. And if she does, just be like, fine, think that way about me. But I think if this is the there around, you'd feel very similar yeah. to how I'm feeling right now. Anyone would. Definitely. You could easily like, do that. Thing and is, if you I don't like she- confrontation, you could even just send a text. I mean, in person is better, but sometimes those conversations can get quite awkward. Yeah, but text as well, the tone. Like, I always read a text tone negatively. I don't know why. Like, you know, when you write something, it sounds more aggressive than if you're actually speaking one-on-one. You know what I mean? Voice note? I don't know. Voice notes, hands down voice note. But the thing is, um, what if she doesn't reply? Oh, the anxiety. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I think think face-to-face. Yeah, I think as awkward as it is. Yeah, just say your piece. And if she she's... I know, I know. But if she's defensive, I mean... And I think if you say you're upset, like she can't really be getting annoyed at you or getting defensive because if you're a good friend you wouldn't want to upset your friend so or you make a joke of it and be like should we do a joint wedding oh my that would be hilarious when she copies you on the next thing be like should we just do a joint wedding oh <laughs> please do that and let us know how it goes <laughs> yeah please do follow up with this because i want to know what happens and also i'm sorry that your friend is being this way it's very annoying Okay, so I have another dilemma. Right, this is this is a long one. I'm actually intrigued to know what you think about this. Hi, girls. Only just discovered your podcast and binged it all in a day. Would love your opinion on this ongoing issue in my life. Engagement. Seeing as you are recently engaged and married, my boyfriend and I have been together for seven years. We are 29 and 30. We own a property together, have a pet, are in the midst of renovating our flat and sadly have gone through a miscarriage together, yet still no ring. I'm very open to being ready to get married to him and he always reaffirms that it will happen one day soon. It's always been one day soon for about three years now. How do I get him to hurry the fuck up? (laughs) I'm dying (laughs) and I can't help but feel disappointed every time we go away for a weekend or a holiday and he doesn't propose. Thank you. Love you. Very cute. Thank you for your message. I feel, feel for you. It's such an awkward one. Like, the thing is, I think buying a house together is such a commitment and buying a pet together is such a commitment. Like, I think those things alone are are massive. They're huge. Like, I almost think sometimes getting those things are even bigger than a marriage. Like, I mean, it's all on par, I think. 
Well, maybe it's not all completely on par. But anyway, a house is kind of on par to marriage, do you think? Like, I think a house think- is a big commitment. I think mm. people were really shocked when me and Cameron said we were going to buy together because we were so early into our relationship. So yeah, it's a huge thing. Yeah, it is. So that, I guess that is some sort of reassurance. Like that is, that is some Definitely, sort of commitment. that's commitment. Yeah, seven years is a long time, but some men just... Do you know what annoys me is I hate how men have the control over this. Same. Oh, it's so annoying. Like they know, they know they've got the control. They know that we're we're kind of just waiting for them to propose, and they know. And especially if she's been quite open to him, as she said about the fact that she's ready to get married, and he knows that, and he's just sort of, you know, I just don't like it how they have the control. No, either do I. I really don't. And also, the thing is with women, like. I actually personally, like, obviously I'm so happy I'm married, but like I do, you do feel more pressure as a woman to get married earlier because you're like, well, I have to be a certain age for kids. And like, you do think of all these things, whereas men don't really have to think of this. Like, honestly, Charlie, I think at one stage he was like, I was thinking of getting married like 34. And I was like, I remember the conversation so well. I think I was like 28, 29. I was like, sorry. I was like, I need to think of my reproductive system and like (laughs) my fertility. I don't even know if that's the right word. But I was like, no. I was like, hold the phone. I was like, we if we're if we're spending our life together and you know this already, being a woman, like you just need to think about these things and you just need to Definitely. crack on. And and he didn't want to have kids like before getting married. So it was all kind of well, like relative. And well, yeah. And in her message, she said we're 29 and 30. So she's still, you know, young, she's still got time, but you want to know that it's I don't know, I just also feel like if you're there can be so much time that goes by that kind of sucks the fun out of it. I agree. I agree. And it's, it's almost just a bit mean. Yeah. Like if you, if he's like, yeah, I'm fully committed to you. And it's like, well then commit. But the thing is maybe from his side, he's not financially like, well, they, they sound like they're quite financially. Um, well, they renovated the flat. That's, yeah. that's expensive. But it's, but it's also it, yeah. not nice going on holidays and going on weekends away and being disappointed every time. I almost feel like you'd need to forget about it because there's nothing you can yeah. do. The thing is, if you're committed to being with him, forever essentially and like he's told you it's going that way I think you just need to stop talking about it because unfortunately like the more you moan the less you get you know that way it's almost when someone puts pressure on you someone like reverts the other way I almost feel like if he brings it up you should be like there's no point talking about it because yeah just like literally maybe you start uh, flipping the table being like yeah well you know it hasn't happened yet so maybe it won't happen like maybe that's not for us maybe maybe we won't end up together I feel like if he talks about getting engaged and marriage with you I think you should literally be like I don't think there's any point talking about it because it hasn't happened and you know maybe maybe it won't happen and I'm pretty fine with that I mean it's horrible to play games but you putting pressure on him is just going to make him go the other way so I almost feel like you mentally forget about it you know he's committed to you he's bought a property with you you guys have got a pet together like you've been through a lot together you've been together for ages so I almost feel like, yeah, you have to put it to the back of your mind and be like, it's it's not happening anytime soon. And then when it does happen, it'll be such a nice surprise. Yeah, yeah, I do think that is the right move. But if he hasn't told you why, I would I, that would annoy me now. So I think I'd have to ask him why it hasn't happened yet and then move on from it. I'd, I kind of want to know, but like, I, do you know that way? Because like, surely there's a reason he's saying it'll happen, it'll happen. Like, there has to be a reason. Like, that, in my head, I'm like, there must be a reason True. that he's prolonging it if he's committing in so many other areas of their life. He reaffirms that it will happen one day soon. It's been one day soon for about three years now. Yeah, true. She needs to be like, just out of curiosity, why? <laughs> why? Yeah, because I, I was. I'd be like, if you if you explain it to me, I'll be like, yeah, whatever. 
Like, or maybe you wouldn't be like, well, yeah, whatever. But you'd for your own peace of mind, it'd be no, nice exactly. to have a reason. I wonder what I wonder what the reason is though that men do like they're either just really laid back, or as you said, they're not in a financial position to afford the ring or maybe like not many of his friends have got married or engaged yet so he's kind of like I don't want to be the first that is so true like I have found within our friendship group the more people that get engaged the more that the men in the group feel more comfortable than getting yeah. engaged like, I think men there's maybe a little bit more immature than women and slightly maybe scared of commitment and it's all just a big fear maybe their whole their whole life so then when it happens when it's coming to like by to be honest though it is it's scary anyway like committing getting married it is it is a big it's a huge step so it is it is a little bit scary but I do have found that within like our friendship group there's like a few of the guys are definitely just it's just commitment issues like they love the person so much but they're just they have this like weird fear in their head of that cementing the relationship yeah. which is which is awful and I'd actually hate to be in a relationship that my partner yeah, was like that exactly. but I, I do yeah you don't we don't want like as a woman she doesn't want to waste her time she's been with this guy for seven years she doesn't want to you know find out that one day he's like actually this isn't the right relationship for me and so yeah, then it's just it's just unfair like and that's it, why Charlie have you watched that film he's just not that into you yes love that film with Jennifer Aniston think- when the guy's like I don't believe in marriage and she's like okay well I need to walk away from this and fair play to her for doing that it's it's a hard one because he's committed to her in so many other areas so I'm yeah. like is it commitment issues or is it not commitment issues I don't really also, know marriage isn't like the be all and end all of everything like you know yeah. as you said you've committed in other ways it, not everyone has but, to get married it's so true and I but yeah not everyone has to get married but I think if it's something that she really wants and it's something that he says that he does want one day and they've spent seven years together and they're like like it's a good age to get married I think him as a partner if he loves her enough like it's same with Charlie as I was saying with Charlie Charlie was like not thinking of getting married till he was 34 we got married when he was 31 because he knew it was important I want to like have babies one day like and he knew that all the like you know he want we wanted to have babies before marriage so he did that for me essentially because he loves me yeah. and he knew the importance so I do feel like maybe her partner should see that yeah. this is a really important thing for her definitely How, what do you think about girls proposing to boys um I don't think there's anything wrong with it I think each to their own I just know if I proposed Charlie he would be very upset <laughs> why <laughs> because he just would feel emasculated he would yeah. like he would he would just feel he wouldn't obviously he'd be delighted I wanted to marry him but like he just he would feel emasculated what about you yeah Imagine you getting down in one knee to Cameron <laughs> Cameron Cameron <laughs> you buy them a ring oh yeah oh because oh my so then if you propose do you get a ring like do you get an engagement ring because you I don't actually know and... any girl that's proposed to a guy like I've never met someone who's had that situation I would love to like hear how it went down I would love to. So if anyone actually listens to this podcast and yeah. knows of anyone or is that person that has proposed to their husband or their man in their life, let us know. Leap year. Apparently it's fine to do it in a leap year. But yeah, I, 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 I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I would never do it. it for me, yeah, I would never just because I want to be proposed to. That's one of the main Same. reasons I would never. Yeah, I, I want someone to just get down on one knee and hand me a lovely ring and tell me exactly. they want to spend the rest of their life with me. Women have to go through childbirth periods, so we get to have this nice moment in our life. We deserve that 100%. I loved that selfie you posted, by the way, yesterday. 
Oh, thank you. When you're on Instagram and you're like scrolling and you refresh and you click on someone's story and they posted it like 31 seconds ago. The post on their story. As in, no, as in like they've uploaded a story and you view the story and it was literally 30 seconds ago and you're like, oh my God, I look like an absolute stalker. Like the other day I was just like lying on the sofa, like having such a chill day and I was like, probably scrolling on Instagram way too much, refreshed it and viewed someone's story and it was like 28 seconds ago. And then, and then I stupidly did it again. I was like, oh my God, I look like I'm just like watching their life. Like every moment, it just makes me die. It's always the stories that come up at the front. That is so funny. But the thing is that it happens to everyone and it's so natural because I'm the same. Well, that was a lovely little catch up. So nice. We will see you guys next Monday. Bye guys. Bye.